Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name's Aaron. week was The Sword and the Sorcerer from 1982, directed by Albert Puyun. Uh, I'm going to start listing the writers, because I think that's important, too. So the writers were Albert Puyun, John Stuckmeyer, and Tom Karnowski. Starring Lee Horsley as Talon, Kathleen Beller as Alana, Simon McCorkendale as Micah, George Maharis as Machella, Machelli, Machelli. And Richard Lynch as Cromwell. This was Aaron's pick, and my God, <laughs> you know, it was it was essentially a random pick. You just picked it based well, on that picture. Right? Yeah, well, I, I can't give it total credit to randomness. Um, uh, I was discussing films with my coworker Alex, and he suggested that, th- that this is a really awesome sword and sorcery film, even as the title is 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 called. And I, I kept that in the back of my head for a while. And so when my when it, when it came up again, I, I was I was thinking, well, what would be fun? You know, well, what random movie? And I because you know I'm sure everyone has a random list of movies in their head they want to see at some point. And I was like, oh yeah, that one, yeah, yeah. Also, the picture is really awesome. Agreed. <laughs> yes. Agreed. It's that art. That's uh, that old style. Like uh, I don't know. Even even the Star Wars poster with like Luke with his shirt open and Leia like holding onto his leg is similar to that. Yeah. This is the yeah. greased up, muscly guy with his triple sword, and there's like a sorcerer at the top, and there's a semi nudish lady. Whatever works. We got a poster that's going to bring the boys to sit in the seats. That's right. Brings anyway, the boys to the yard. This could have gone terrible. This could have been like a super boring movie. This could have been one of those 80s mistakes where it kind of looks cool, and then it's just like bad acting and bad camera work, bad music, bad everything. This was practically a masterpiece of, I mean, it's not, it's not like, it's not a perfect movie. Well, it, it exceeded all my expectations. Yes. It was so enjoyable. Yeah. Mm. I, I can't even, like, I, I don't, I didn't really, okay, I tried watching the trailer. I tried watching the trailer, but it, and, but the thing is, is with how the trailer was set up, it was giving way too much away. So like I looked at Campo, Campo looked at me, and we're like, "No, we gotta, we gotta stop this." You know, I, I, all mysteries are being revealed. We so we got about halfway through the trailer, and I was like, "No, no, yeah, close the link quick." It was awesome. That was just a really awesome experience. Oh my gosh, what'd you think, Sarah? I thought it was really entertaining. I don't, I, I don't want to be the naysayer. You don't okay. have no, no, no. It's good. It. it was a good movie. It was entertaining. We're overselling um, it. I, yeah, I, I yeah. think that it's probably 
I don't know. It kind of was like a movie like Crawl is or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a fantasy movie, but like with that element of, I don't know, just that like 70s D&D vibe and yeah. the adventure, like the the band of people. <laughs> this movie was so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, what, what, you mentioned, what, what you mentioned, Sarah, while we were watching the movie is you kept quoting like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And like... Yeah, there was a lot of Indiana Jones in that movie. Like, no lie. Like, there were some, like, you know. Yeah, spoilers. (laughs) But there was a scene where somebody ripped a heart out of somebody else after rising from a strange pool. I mean, it was very, very much like a scene from Indiana Jones. You don't know. In the very beginning, you don't even know what's going on. It just kind of opens up and, like... There's, like, where am I? Yeah, people on a boat rowing to a shore. They enter a cave. There's a weird kind of witch woman doing spells. No and, real explanation. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's a voiceover, but it's not telling us what's going on. It just kind of tells you the general state of the kingdom. It's like... Uh, it was mood setting. This guy... The, the sentence pretty, was yeah. mood setting. Like, it gave you, like, like you know, in the ancient times of time, ancient <laughs> things happened <laughs> and swords were used. Long before and you see a now. boat swimming. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Many a sword was fired into the air. <laughs> Don't give away the great parts yet. <laughs> Torches were lit and people walked down tunnels. Yes. You know, that's kind of what it said, you know? Like, it was very, like, very straight to the point. The rogues. Men were rogues. Women were stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. The first beginning part with that guy that they're going into this cave. I mean, are we doing a synopsis, like an overview first or just going right into it? Let me do a quick little synopsis here. Okay, so the, the story of this movie is a a king, a renegade king of a kingdom has been trying to conquer the land for a long time. That was uh, Cromwell. And he enlists the power of a sorcerer in order to conquer the nearby kingdom, the kingdom of King Richard. Uh, With the help of the sorcerer, temporarily, the sorcerer is taken out pretty early because even uh, Cromwell knows the sorcerer is way too powerful. You know, if he gets to full power, (laughs) if he gets to his final form, then there's no way he's going to let him get away with anything. So, <laughs> we'll get to that part. <laughs> Aaron was just miming something. <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get there. <laughs> Anyways, he, he ends up conquering the kingdom, killing all these other uh, members of King Richard's family, with the exception of his one son, Talon, who gets away with the royal sword, which is three blades, kind of an amazing weapon. It, it, it seems kind of stupid, and then when he ends, ends up using it, it's like, oh. When you first look at it, you're like, well, it doesn't look very conventional. Yeah. It doesn't look like, yeah. It's just like too ungainly. Yeah. Like, this is a thing that's going to, you know, it's going to get in the way more than than, than not, help. Not very aerodynamic. <laughs> yeah, trying to picture swinging it and stuff. Yeah, it seems kind of awkward. Yeah. So, we flash forward about ten years. Talon is now the leader of a band of rebels, or not even rebels. It's just a band of men who go around working for... Yeah, mercenaries. There we go. And in the kingdom where uh, Cromwell rules with an iron fist, there is a rebellion planned. 
Talon gets in on this plan. There's a princess and a prince, although I'm not exactly sure how they are next in line. They didn't really get they, too much into the into the royal. They line. did explain it, but it didn't like it didn't keep in my brain what they said. It was like he was like the the son of the advisor of the king or That's something what it like was. that. That's what it was. It's like therefore you're next in line. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> but uh, anyways, chaos ensues. So yeah, wizard at sorcerer scene, huh? Comes up. <laughs> okay. Mm. It's very atmospheric. How, yeah. how the movie starts. I feel that's very atmospheric. You're getting, you're getting like this, this very kind of like something is very unsettled kind of feel. Like, spooky. Um, yeah. 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 You're supposed to get the creeps. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going on. It's so, it is so like, what is, what am I watching? I'd like, this is kind of creeping me out. It's, it's the king, it's Cromwell and the dude go with the a lady. You get the feeling like that they were going there. Just this isn't a casual walk, right? They, yeah. This was not like this was this was. But they had steely resolve. They needed to get a task done. They knew what they were in pursuit yeah. of. Yeah, I thought they were looking. I mean, I was like sure there was going to be treasure in the cave or something. Yeah, that's where I kind of got to. And then you see that like the walls are made of like heads. Yeah, it's it's like a coffin. It's like a box. It's like the the Ark of the Covenant box. Yeah, and it's just. Faces, faces, and faces, and it's kind of, it's creepy looking. It's a crypt, like you're in the catacombs, but the the faces are still kind of there. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of something out of, like, the video game Doom. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, totally. kinda, like, felt yeah, like the screaming bit. faces of hell. Yeah. Walls. yeah. I kept thinking of Berserk. I don't know if you've read yeah. any of that manga. Yeah, I'm familiar with Berserk. Yeah, it's, like, super dark and violent and, you know, like, there's big monsters and that's that's the faces in the wall thing that makes me think of that, like, Egg of the King stuff. I, but when they, the witch does some sort of weird incantation, you know, we're not really supposed to understand what she's doing. And... The faces open their eyes, like, all at the same time. It was like, whoa. Well, they went from, like, stone. Yeah. Stone to not stone. Right. You know, that was, yeah. Stone to barbecue sauce. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a dust moment where somebody got their faces wet and then threw powdered sugar on it. And then... And And the torches blew out. Once they pulled the guy up out of the grave... Out of the gack. Oh, whatever the heck it was. <laughs> he was, he was some, gooey. Yeah. There was some tomato sauce involved for sure. <laughs> they were raising the dead. And um And he was like, Who sold us by slumber or something like that. Yeah, the voice kept reminding me of something. The voice of that guy kept reminding me of like a another movie or another voice that I here in something else, and it was like kind of comical. Not the Beast and Crawl. No. Mm. No, it wasn't very similar to the Beast and Crawl because it, it was deeper. Yeah, much deeper. <laughs> but it seemed like that guy could have said like, "Oh yeah, they're probably I'm buddies." Go take us. I'm gonna get a sandwich. <laughs> like <laughs> that voice of yeah, that totally, guy. Totally. Which so one? silly. Those the sorcerer oh, guy, yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> This is kind of something I have a problem with in movies. Mm. They just, they automatically make bad guys look really gross. And they're like this ugly, gross monster creature. And they're like, this guy's definitely bad. And 
does he kill somebody right then? Is that what happens? Well, or? the guy's like, how do we know you've got the power to help oh, the yeah. king? And yeah. he's like, let me show you on this lady. She's like, no, no. And then she gets thrown back style. And then all of a sudden, whoop. <laughs> There's suddenly a heart in his hand. Yeah, that's when he ripped the... He ripped uh, the heart out. It's yeah. not just like a little Jedi heart either. Trick. It's like a big old noodly heart. <laughs> like he ripped out a bunch well, of the flesh out, like, around the it. Yeah. And Somebody like, went to the butcher shop for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was... It was intense. That was proof enough, I guess. And then the... I kind of felt bad for that guy. Which one? The one that was a bad sorcerer oh, that yeah. was woken from the dead. Like, okay... That scene where the faces get all scary for sure. a second. Sure. Then it's like immediately cut to that other part, right? <laughs> yes. That that was one of the funniest things in this movie. How fast everything just went like, here we are, and then, yeah, and then was after like a, a while, I, this oh, happened. I appreciated the brevity of those scenes. Where we didn't have to see... <laughs> Like six battle scenes over again. There were again. no montages of, of you know, people we, hitting people. We didn't yeah. have to see Colwyn climbing up a cliffside or <laughs> the horses. Maybe that was all edited out. I guess, I guess you're right. You, you didn't. You, you didn't have to be spoon fed. Yeah. Know? Like a lot of the stuff that that nowadays is is so common in a lot of films that the, the constant narrative of like this is then this happened and then this happened and, and and then you have to you see it occurring or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty. Co- but it was almost kind of jarring. Yeah. It was yeah. a little jarring. But, and but humorous was... in some places, too. Yeah. 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 Those parts were deadly. I mean, they were supposed to be deadly serious in the beginning. Eventually, it's, it gets really, really silly. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> oh well, I'm talking about on purpose. How, how refreshing, too, though, at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. No, I really appreciated yeah. the, the movie not taking itself so seriously. It's yeah. Like, we're going to have some fun adventure time after this point. And, uh, you know, it's not like the seriousness of the beginning part bothered me that much. Because at that point, I was still expecting the movie to be really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially after when they dispatched the sorcerer, which... Oh yeah, yeah. So, initially, he's killing people so that he can take over kingdoms and stuff. And then there's this scene where he brings the sorcerer down the hill... <laughs> And he's like tired. Hey, I was taking a I'm nap. I'm tired, and he's like, "Okay, well then, you must go to sleep." And um, forever. It's really stupid because this guy. I mean, is he supposed to be like Vlad the Impaler or something? Like, why did they raise this guy to be a warrior in their army? It's like he. It's like in a video game when you can't beat a level, so you like. Pay a hundred credits to get a boost, or you like use the infinite P on Super Mario Three. Hundred boost, except for you don't need it anymore. It's like, oh, okay, this is what it's like. It's like you're in the you're water in level the level in Super Mario like- Three, and you use the frog suit. Obviously, you don't want the frog suit afterwards. So as soon as you get to the next level, if you've still got the frog suit, you run into something because it's useless outside the water. Right, <laughs> that's a good analogy. So- you stab, really you stab the frog suit and yeah. it runs off a cliff. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if we should say that that's what it is. Should we? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah. So, he stabs him and then throws him off a cliff. I don't think he throws him. He just kind of runs off on his own. You because think he the guy, does that? Because he, he, like, stabs him and then he just cut, and then the, then the, cut, the cutoff is just, 
him going do 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 like pushing it, or at least you see because on the push, cliff part, the king is like trying to stab yeah, him again. again. Oh, and so he like, leans Whoa. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to see footage of the uh, falling off the cliff, just go to our Facebook page. Sarah was nice enough to put a, a quick one on there. <laughs> this I see. We lost our. When this happened, because because this is one of my favorite things. When they have a stuntman fall off something and move their arm and legs, (laughs) like really move. Like if I fell off something, I'm sure I would not do that. I'm sure I wouldn't. There has got to be a safety reason that stuntmen rotate their arms or their legs. They do the pedaling motion, like they're because everyone does it, and it's not realistic. I don't know about that. I always thought that it was for effect because you don't see it that much anymore. And back then it was like, no, you really want to see you, you know, acting. I feel like I still see it. I can't remember the last time I saw people like falling. Like every movie with a superhero in it. Yeah, but now they use quick cuts. So you don't really, you see like them like initially fall and then you see them hit. Like it's all from far away. Like they, I, I think it's, it's more of a practice to use like a CGI model than to use a stuntman, right? You know, I'm gonna have to say that that um, the art of the the faraway shot and seeing a guy falling and swinging his limbs uh, is definitely a dying art. <laughs> it's definitely like the only times in like superhero movies nowadays, whenever you see him fall, like Spider Man grabs him right away, right? Or and that's definitely CGI. <laughs> or like um, Captain America. Jumps out of a car or something. I don't know. Yeah. I love seeing a car go off a cliff and explode yeah, too. That's, that's just very. <laughs> I'm down 80s. with that too. Just I'm down for, with that too. it's yeah. like, and the reason this made me so happy is because there was an episode of Conan O'Brien a long time ago where he he did this thing where he would say movies ended a different way than I expected them to, and they'd show a clip of a movie and then they'd splice it together with something else completely unrelated. <laughs> And just to be, like, random and funny. And in this clip, he uh, shows Harry Potter in the middle of a, a circle of fire at uh, in the countryside of the Weasleys. And he runs to, like, get through it. And it, like, splices with this stuntman on fire falling off a cliff, moving his <laughs> arms and legs. like, and then, like and then it rolls the credits. Yeah, immediately <laughs> afterwards. Immediately <laughs> afterwards. And it was so funny, and I haven't been able to find that clip anywhere, but it made me laugh so hard when I saw that. <laughs> and ever since then, I think me and Joel have both been talking about the the stuntmen that are on fire that are doing weird things and the ones that fall off cliffs like that. <laughs> try to become connoisseurs about certain things like, yeah, like that, or when they use the, the screaming, the... It's the, just... W- w- Wilhelm scream? Or no, no, not the Wilhelm. It's a different one. It's oh. the one that in, in... Yeah, that one. They use it in StarCraft. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. use it in odd little mon- or odd little monsters, yeah, right? They use it so, uh, like there's uh, we saw a montage of clips and like we were watching what was it Prison Break? They were like a, a torture oh, yeah. scene in Prison Break, <laughs> and all of a sudden the the guy like leans his head back and it's that generic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like a sound that they. I use. actually get really excited whenever I hear that too. No. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's so much fun. I think it's fun just because of how unrealistic it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, 
This was a sorcerer falling off a cliff, moving his arms and legs in circles, trying to grasp at something. At this point, we could basically count the sorcerer out. Because it's like, as far as we know, this guy did actually just kill the sorcerer. So, what's going on? I mean, I think we we thought he'd probably be back in some Well, I mean, mean, if you follow the, the philosophy of the... If you don't see the body, then, you know... He might come back. Hmm. If you follow that line of philosophy, then. I didn't see the body of King Richard. There you go. There you go. Oh, my gosh. The sequel starring Kevin Sorbo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I've got Gooey Wizard. Wizard falls off a cliff. And, oh, the sword. Yes. So, this sword. This Three-bladed sword, and I, you know, you should look it up online to see what this talking about because, or what we're talking about, because it's not, it's like literally three broadswords all side by side in like, <laughs> like a form. like Wolverine for- formation. They're all perpendicular with each other. Yes, yeah. yes, Wolverine formation. There you go. Not, not flat wise. Like they're all. I don't even know how you would describe that. They're they're like stacked. Well, yes. I think perpendicular was the best way to put it. Right. Because they weren't horizontal. They right. were all lined up within formation like a, I don't know, like a gardening tool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wolverine stacked. Yeah, yeah, that kind of, yeah. A fork that all the prongs on had like blades instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. like a whatever. Well, I see, I think of a Trident. fork as being <laughs> the flat side yeah. that way. So well, it's, but yeah, it's, maybe it's I was like wrong with a, the garden tool. Anyway, Anyways. it's a cumbersome looking thing. Yeah, it, it looked didn't look very. I mean, it looked you could you it, it definitely got like a lot of points for like originality when you first see it. But you're kind of like, well, you know, I don't really see this being formable at all. Yeah, who's going to be using this? <laughs> yeah, it looks more difficult to use than the glaive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as fantasy weapons are concerned, yeah, totally. Way more satisfying when it actually does turn out to be used than the glaive, oh my in my gosh. opinion. Like, there was no, uh, hey, this is super special. Okay, don't use it till the end of the movie. Like, we get to see it pretty much right away. Although, there is a big chunk of the movie where it's not being used. But just, it, it's so satisfying. And uh, I mean, I feel kind of bad revealing this. Uh, how do you guys feel? P- people should watch this movie, right? I think, you know, it doesn't harm the film at all if you talk about it. Okay. Because, in my opinion, it just makes you really want to see it. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, true. Like, this is a sword with three blades, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is, like, this is exactly why you want to see the movie. So, before King Richard goes to war, he hands the blade to his his youngest son, Talon. Or, it's not his youngest son. We don't, he has another son, too. But You're not whatever. Too, yeah. They get, like, slaughtered at some point. And, uh... He, oh, you know what? They don't get slaughtered. That isn't his son. Anyways, I just had a, a remembered something. We see young Talon riding a horse, trying to save his mother, and he gets knocked over by a knight with a a a mace on the yeah. end of a chain, and he's holding the three bladed sword. When he gets knocked off, he's just lying on the ground. You know, he's there's no way he's going to be able to swing the thing, and then all of a sudden. He fires one of the three blades off of the other one, and it totally impales this guy in the back of the head. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's like a crossbow with swords that shoot instead of arrows. <laughs> Just boom. And then it's he hits another guy. No holds <laughs> barred. This is like, the fight scenes in this are insane. I, 
it was de- it's definitely one of those you just like we could talk about that till we're blue in the face. But <laughs> yeah. You just really need to see it. You need to this see is something it to that understand. just needs to be experienced. It's so impossible to describe. Yeah. <laughs> but the blade flies off and, de- and like full penetration. Like we're not talking like a little <laughs> bit. It flies right through yeah. you. Like, <laughs> you're like, because oh! we kind of see the guy react, and we're like, "Oh, he must have got hit by something." He kind of, and then he turns around, and the full blade is just sticking <laughs> out of the back <laughs> of his head. Yeah. It's just- <laughs> Whatever it's powered by, whatever magic or, or... It's like they they lit a rocket behind yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for all we know, it is a magic blade. I mean, he, he's some later... The anime has gun the blade has back nothing on, on this, man. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally not. So he killed that guy after the sorcerer, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, the, the mom and everybody mm-hmm. got killed. Okay. Yeah, the and sorcerer then, died first, yeah. And he, then... He killed them after they started celebrating 20 years of peace. <laughs> <laughs> the 20th well, anniversary. Ironically, it was on the well, 20th anniversary believe, of peace. Well, actually, I believe that there was a um, kind of an explanation in between. Yeah. In between that. It wasn't actually on the anniversary of 20 years of peace. It was because um, then after that montage, mm-hmm. or, or not montage, excuse me, totally inaccurate. Uh, after that, that that section of the film where they, they were like, oh, everything is great. Mm. Then they had, a, like, another paragraph was read or whatever right. by the narrator <laughs> that said that, that and then they fought each other. And then so the, yeah. you're kind of getting into the, the, the part where uh, Colworth... But he didn't know that... Cromwell? Cromwell? Cromwell was already on his way with a bunch of machine guns. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, that uh, narration drops off after that point, basically. After uh, we see poor little Talon's family get murdered. Uh, And then we jump forward, like a decade. And... How old do you think he was in that first part? He looked to be a teenager to me, I'd say. 13, 14. Yeah, 13, 14. That's what Mm -hmm. I thought. I could be wrong, but... Yeah. Maybe and he's been working out this entire decade while, you know, he was trying hey, to hide from I'm everybody. sure things were rough. Eating lots of protein, lifting, you know, hanging out with his bros. Whoring and drinking. That's what Talon likes. That's the first thing we know about him. What do you think about this guy? Is he good looking? Or is he great looking? I understood that I was supposed to think he was great looking. <laughs> he had like like spray on like like stubble going on. <laughs> I thought it was his face was just naturally that dark. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe he yeah. looked like one of the BGs, <laughs> the sexiest BG, the BG with the beard, <laughs> the one with the fluffy hair, and the... that is the least sexy BG, <laughs> the one with the. <laughs> I mean, do they all have beards? No, I, I think know. two of them have beards. <laughs> the, like, main one. I don't know what his I name is. I think only the one, Barry. That Barry Gibbs? Barry Gibbs? I don't know. He definitely looks like like one of the Bee Gees if someone threw, like, wolf skins on his back, gave him an iron metal gauntlet. I don't know if he was super tall, but the, he certainly came off as, like, an imposing figure yeah. with all that stuff he was wearing. Yeah. 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 But he didn't look that... Later, when he's practically naked, he didn't look nearly as like, I'm super cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. They dressed him up real cool. He definitely had a bit of a swagger about him, though. Yeah. Like Captain Jack kind of vibe a little bit. Well, he does things. He does yeah. these roguish things where it's just yeah. like, you 
bastard. He's so full of himself. <laughs> no, Seems like it. So yeah. egotistical. Totally. Like, totally. Lady. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, okay. So, uh, what happens is they start talking about the rebellion or whatever. And is that when the the guy who's next in line finds his sister? Or does something else well, happen? Well, his that? sister's hidden on purpose. He's He is also pretending to be just somebody a regular else. Joe. And he goes and meets somebody about the rebellion at the bar. And when he leaves the bar, he gets confronted by somebody we've already seen that was like the king's assistant. Somebody with the mascara on. At least he looked like he did to me. <laughs> yeah. Guy liner, for sure. Like yeah. the dream catchers on his chest. Yeah. Someone drew under his eyes. Very, <laughs> that guy did a lot of slow-moving face expressions, like smile, Crafty. or like, how dare you, or like... Like, instead of immediately reacting to something, he just yes. turned his head, like... That's, <laughs> that one scene in the war room where, that the, his where the guy, like, uh, insults him, and he just, it's like... 15 seconds of slowly lifting his head to look at the guy. Yeah. Like, you, sir. That was the school of master. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the kingdom is ruled, like I said, Iron Fist by uh, Cromwell. And he he isn't a very happy man. He looks weary. He, you get the, like, the feeling that the, the, war, the war has definitely paid a, toll, paid a toll on him. So when we first see him, he's like standing in that, uh, that uh, what do you call those uh, like stands that are in the middle of like a, a field where like a band might play or... Oh. Gazebo? Gazebo, yeah. He's like in a gazebo. And that, that weird assistant guy kind of slowly sneaks up on him. Oh! Yeah, it's like is he gonna scare him? That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty uncomfortable. I felt because like because like it was it was. It was I don't even know if Cromwell like knew he was there. He was just kind of like like <laughs> coming up from behind. And it's like very slowly. What are you doing, dude? You're gonna get punched. <laughs> Couple of weary, weary looking guys. What do you think of Cromwell as an actor? I got the feeling that he was definitely power hungry. Mm-hmm. He gave that off really well at first. That he was definitely willing to make some dirty deals to get what he wanted. Uh, and his acting definitely portrayed that really well. That he was, he was the guy who was willing to do anything to, to get the power. I kind of think the acting in this movie all around is like... Exceptional. Hey, you did really good jobs, guys. Yeah. With this material. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was believable. It mm-hmm. seems like they had money. Yeah. And I don't understand that because <laughs> it feels like if they had money that we would have heard about it. Yes, yeah, because so nobody it twists. wasn't it wasn't really really terrible. I mean, it's not I mean, I don't know how to explain this. Fantasy movies, I don't know what everybody's like top pick for fantasy movies are, but I would say that this is definitely not in the bottom of yeah. fantasy movies I've seen. Totally. This there's quality to this film. So why hasn't anybody ever heard of it? If there was money behind it and the acting was good and it was entertaining. Says it made thirty nine million at the box office too. It couldn't have cost that much. I so mean, back then yeah, who knows? it was successful. 
Yeah. But nobody I knew went to see it, I guess, that thought I should see it. I seriously had just had never heard anyone talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely one that, that, that uh, I mean, I know you guys probably hang out with nerds, but I hang out with a lot of nerds, too. Yeah. And, I mean, I mentioned in passing that we were going to watch this movie, and a couple guys were like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't and just, that was it. Yeah. Like there was no like <laughs> it's, it's like the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, the story you told about Dark Star. Your parents. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. We've seen that movie. <laughs> like yeah, come nobody told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, see, this should be the message of this podcast. One of the central messages is go out and tell somebody. Yeah. When you see something really cool. Yeah. Don't be afraid of what they're going to think about you. Don't be ashamed. If they're not going to like it, they're not going to like it. But there's a chance they might love it. And you guys will have this essential connection like, oh, dude, Kroll? Oh, dude, Sword and the Sorcerer? Oh, dude, Labyrinth? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why aren't you watching it? You know? <laughs> yeah. It's important. Yeah. Good message, Joel. So, yeah, I'm thankful that Alex did mention this in passing. Yeah, thank you, Alex. Thank you, I don't Alex. even know you, but I appreciate yeah. that yeah. you t- tell Aaron about some more good stuff. <laughs> None of the bad stuff. Good stuff only. Okay, let's see. What else? Uh... <laughs> so when we're re- when we're introduced to uh, Talon again, he's he's got like a a posse. Yeah, no, he he's got a um a crew. He's got, he's a, got a full crew. <laughs> he's like a pimp. <laughs> he has like a big coat on and like a swagger to his step. And he's got all these people behind him. He's got the smirk. And the mm-hmm. ladies are all, you know, crowding around. It's just, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> something out of a movie. It is. It's like, yeah. it's. I don't even know how to explain his presence in this movie. You could smell his aftershave coming off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Women want him and men want to be him. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Had like sunglasses. On. <laughs> what he ends up doing at one point is the equivalent of like putting sunglasses on. In my opinion, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're. You can talking. just 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 talk just about that. Yeah. Just talk about that scene. Okay, so so <laughs> the the. Heir to the throne finds a sister, and right then, when they happened to meet each other, there comes the the, the king, royal guard, yeah, the royal guard, and they take him and arrest him, and they say they're going to kill him, and they kid they take the sister. Is this before that time, or is it when that's happening? That they is when the this, sister. they they yeah. take off the prince, and then those guys take off the princess, and they're going to do bad things to. Yeah, her. this is okay. This is a very sexist movie. Um, yeah, oh, big totally, time. Totally. Oh, yeah. Women are only there to be property to a man in this movie. Yeah. Seriously, their only value is to belong to somebody else. And when it comes to a strong woman, the only one that shows any sort of resistance seems that she has to use her sexuality in order to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, good point. Definitely. I mean, it's a very entertaining movie. Yes, and I'm sure it's supposed to be reminiscent of a time when things were really like this or whatever. Conan. But, um, she's being taken away by these guards and they start making these sexual innuendos towards her about their sword and, 
and they're basically getting ready to like rape her. And oh, they're totally getting ready to rape. Yeah, they're like crowded around her. I was like, how long is this going to go on like, for? Are we about to see a serious rape in this yeah, movie? Yeah, it was. That and went then on for, it was yeah. edging. It was edging on to that point where it was like, I, whoa, th- yeah, things are going to get really bad. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was starting to get a little uneasy. As yeah, well, I, was I was too. Like, I was like, oh, I get it. Something bad might happen, and then and then it, and then I was like, oh my god, something bad is going to happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Here shows up, uh, what's his name? Uh, Talon. Talon. He shows up. He is just there. It's like, it's comedy. He shows up and he's go- he's eating a giant leg of like a lamb or something. Just a giant he's hawk got of a meat. Gi- it, it's like, imagine somebody walking into a room eating a giant turkey leg. Got unexplained. Imagine... Uh, who's a super cool person? <laughs> imagine Leonardo DiCaprio. Imagine Brad. It, Brad. imagine Brad Pitt suddenly appearing at your front door, being like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And then taking a bite out of a huge giant chunk of leg. Lamb. This leg is bigger than a turkey leg. No, yeah, it's like a leg of lamb yeah, or it's something. Totally, it's totally like a leg. Yeah. yeah, and he's he is like <laughs> like I know it's it's comical. But it's also like that's pretty cool <laughs> what you just did. This there. is the strangest <laughs> series of moments that happen here. This girl is like, you know, <laughs> being taken away by these guards, then almost being raped oh to the point God. of we're all like, oh, yeah, this is about to get really the bad. Intensity, the intensity was real, and then yeah. just like that, turn around and here's this guy eating a giant leg of lamb comically against the wall and being like leaning hey, guard like dude, a badass. You got a tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> Formable weapon. <laughs> yeah. Then he starts insulting the guy. Uh, a beautiful scene. Yeah. And of um, course, he saves her. I mean, this I. I can't compare that seeing that to anything else I've ever seen. There's nothing quite like that scene. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, hey, just in case you forgot, this is our hero. And he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing his fur, chewing on the meat, and having that smirk. Yeah, he's a smirky kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really kind of a cad. Like, so, anyway, <laughs> um, after that, she, he, he kills the bad guys, or one of them runs away or something. I can't remember exactly how it happens. Uh, he kills them, and one of them, like, kills himself? Like, because he's so freaked out or something? He he's knocks really himself scared. out? Oh, yeah, he ran, he ran straight at the wall. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, we're all building up to the princess hires Talon. To save her brother. Yeah, she hires him. Says, oh, he's going to be the prince. And Talon's like, well, actually, if you knew who I was. Now, he doesn't say that, but it's it's like, I'll I'll give you 300 skirkersmirkers, whatever whatever they're... They're they're going back and forth. (laughs) So, yeah, they're going back and forth. Um, There's a negotiation, but She's asking if his sword is for hire. Right. And he's like... Only if I wrap it in a condom first. No, I don't, you... Yeah, the innuendo is, yeah. is pretty hardcore in that scene. Yeah. Not, not even innuendo. He's just like, 
Uh, if you let me sleep with you, I'll rescue your brother. Where is he? Oh, the king's got him. <laughs> wow, I don't know if you're worth that much, baby. Yeah. And she said she's trying to be diplomatic and trying to get her brother rescued, and she knows that a lot is on the line. And basically, in a matter of seconds, she goes from saying, I'll pay you as much money as I have to, you can have me for a night and do whatever you want with me. It's like, from one second goes, like, money to, like, prostitution, or like a... Like yeah. having to do, having she decides to, that guy's is her only hope. Yeah. She's attracted to him too. I mean, I'm not saying that they aren't attracted to each other, but it's just lame that it kind of had to go there that yeah, fast. Yeah, um, I agree. And I, I mean, for the plot, it was necessary that well, there was some exchange. Well, he seems like a total scoundrel when that. But, happens. Yeah, and, and and it's irritating because it's like he saved her. From having from being something, something yeah. really horrible like that happen to her, to then basically suggesting that well, you're pretty much going to have to you're going to have to give it up to somebody, somebody, yeah, yeah to get what yeah, you that seems to be the, the at least the right. The, <laughs> so like you, the viewer, are just kind of like, well, shit, <laughs> that sucks. It's yeah. gotta be me. So, um, I mean, she gets captured anyways, which is funny. Like right after the meeting, it's not like she's going to be around to assist, but. From that point on, it's all a let's rescue the prince. Because he prince wants to night and it kind of, with this lady. It kind of like becomes a series of like hilarious follies at that point. For a minute, yeah. For, for like a, a minute. I mean, it's like. <laughs> for a stretch of time. Especially that part where Talon, Talon but, gets but into know, the castle. But you know, it, it's there's something charming about that, though, yeah. Joel. No. Like, 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 most films I feel nowadays, everything is so choreographed to the point where it's like, like, even in a moment of, like, emergency, uh, the hero knows exactly what right. to do. You know what I mean? Right. Well, but, and he gets away, he escapes, yeah. or he, yeah. you know, he's able to you don't see anyone shoot falter, his way you know? out or something. Yeah. Like. Or he gets even, even like, he gets taken out. Like, he thinks he's escaped and he gets taken out real fast. Yeah. It's like, this was more like a swashbuckling, like, oh, ooh, hee, you know, like, almost, I want to say something like, a Scooby-Doo chase, except for it was better, way, 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 way better than that. Yeah. Because he kept that, like I said it exactly when it happened, that scene where Han Solo shoot is running after the stormtrooper and he's like, ah, and in uh, the first Star Wars movie, shoots the one guy and then realizes a whole bunch of stormtroopers right around the corner and like runs the opposite direction. That just keeps on happening for about like a seven minute stretch. Yeah. But it's so good because he's like, He's, he's hopping over the walls. He hides around a corner. Every time he thinks he's escaped, he goes around another corner and there's a bunch of guys. Yeah. He, he's like truly like a fly by the seat of your pants kind of hero. Like, there's no long-term plan at all. No. Like, this is just... He's just like, I'll figure it out when I get there. You know, kind of a guy. Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. just doesn't... Yeah. He's just going to take winging it. Can, yeah. Breaks into the castle... Killer rats at one point for some reason. Oh. Adorable killer rats. That's the second time where he Use uses fire. gasoline and fire to like fight a foe. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. They I did the too until right now. Yeah. Lights those guys on fire. That part's funny too because he's just like do 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 do. He's oh, watching these save you. stuntmen on fire <laughs> moving around. <laughs> 
Oh, man. And he, <laughs> all those rebels, they're all dressed as, like, peasants. They've got, like, wooden wooden pitchforks and stuff like that as their tools. And then this is another, his posses are, are other sources of comedy because they've got these these rebels who are all amateurs. They end up getting caught, and he ends up freeing them and saying, like, Maybe I should just leave you in here for his punishment. You know, it, it's funny because we don't see them get caught. Oh, no, we do. Because that guard shows up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, be careful. You might alert the guards. Oh, they're not around here. Oh, right behind you. <laughs> or something like that, basically. Pretty much. He's like Mad Max, and they're like the people who want a life beyond the Thunderdome. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. You will save us. We don't need another hero. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was really funny though in some parts. Like there's a moment where they're going to do an attack and they're talking about how great they're going to do and it cuts to them immediately <laughs> in jail. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. That part. That is the weird scene too. That, that when they're discussing, oh, we got to go, you know, he was going to go do that thing. We don't know what happened to him. Oh, he got he got caught and was put into the prison. Because you know, uh, during the whole running around scene, Talon Talon does a bunch of swashbuckling stuff, and uh, for some reason he breaks through a window and ends up in a brothel. So we get a bunch of boobs. Uh, you know, it's an eighties movie. Yeah, thumbs up, <laughs> thumbs up. That was great, man. Just a bunch of naked ladies, just because, uh, and then you get to see the it was very exploitive, but yes. the princess lady right getting a, a massage. Well, yeah, that's so funny because he like gets out, he like gets out of there, and he's like, "Well, I wish I could stay," but and then he immediately runs out, and for yes, for some reason, the kidnapped princess is being massaged like with naked. oil. Yeah, like this person slowly running down her back, and there's her bare butt. Yeah. And, and Talon, like, runs in the room. He's like, oh. Two thumbs up, man. <laughs> Two thumbs up. He does the anime. Oh. <laughs> and he gets knocked out a window, right? Yep. Gets knocked out a window. And then, and then, and then, and then single-handedly takes out a ton of guards. Yes. Yeah. Without a single weapon. And then he takes a weapon and takes out more guards. Yes. Like, it's so, like. He gets, like, oh into wrestling gosh. move stuff here. Yeah. Like, oh. like real legit was, wrestling yeah. stuff. That was so good. Yeah, he gets down. God, I just, yeah. I just, if you're listening to this, just watch it. You it's should amazing. just watch it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think it's and the hair stays the same the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Hairspray. He's very <laughs> oh, yeah, comfortably coiffed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they've... They've told the princess that she has to marry the evil guy who's the king right now, whether she wants to or not. That's another time somebody's telling her that she's going to have to sleep with them, yeah, like it or exactly. not. And then and the, king, the king plants a big one on her, you know, and then later he plants a big one on another lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. The lady he's in just, the torture like chamber. His bond servant. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then he gets caught. He gets caught. And then we go to a scene. Oh, really, Tiger? Excuse me? We go to a scene where it's like the only recognizable member of his posse is like, I don't know where he went, you know, he didn't he didn't say where he was going to go. And he's like on top of a woman and he's talking to somebody. Yeah. There's just yeah. a woman underneath him. And then we see a curtain open up and there's this there's this black gentleman there who has not been there before. He's like, oh, you didn't hear? He got caught, you know? Oh, here, I have to go rescue him. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's also on top of somebody. And then another curtain they're opens up. Is like, like, hey, what are you guys talking about? You're going to arrest Like at a brothel or something. Seriously. I don't know. It's so funny. House of ill repute. It is so funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, the, the exchange is just so priceless because, like, these ladies just don't understand what's going on. Like, they're just doing their job, and then these guys are just, you know. Yeah. They're, they're in the middle. Their interest and- is otherwise. <laughs> Middle of nailing somebody. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but seriously, we should probably rescue him when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so that they agree to work together to try to save uh, save Talon. And that's when... Uh... Wait, when does he stop torturing the brother and start torturing the other guy? Because first they string up the brother... My and then cat, later yeah, on, there's the crucifixion of the. Well, that's after he plants a big a one on the blonde girl, and that happens because he runs all the way down there to rescue her. Right, he gets to the point where he actually like frees the prince from his yeah. bonds. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he ends up getting caught. Yeah. And later we see the prince. He looks like he's getting massaged, but I think he's supposed to be like stitched up or whatever because he's he's been whipped on the back and stuff like that. But they all end up in, like, they're all having this discussion, like, yeah, we're super tough warriors, and this this black guy is super built. Like, he is cut. <laughs> totally. He could kick some butt if he wanted to. But the <laughs> after that, we immediately get flashed to them being all locked up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that guys. was Captain Morgan. Yes. <laughs> totally Captain Morgan. <laughs> this, guy, this character's name is literally Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. Pirates joining with land pirates. Land pirates. Whatever they are. Desert pirates. <laughs> yeah. Guys. I mean, there's some funny parts in the jail, but there's also, like, a gross part where... There's, like, a crazy moment there. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, have to, I have to say that it was definitely kind of gross, but, but very, like, that was definitely, like, a trick that the movie played on you. Because, like, you go from the scene where, like, all these guys are in this brothel, and it's, like... Very silly, and like, like they're just like, yeah, sure, we'll go save Talon. To the next scene, they're oh, we got captured, and so you, the viewer, you're just kind of like laughing because you're yeah. like, oh man, that was hilarious. So and I wonder like what happened. Each other. And then it just, and then it just turns like totally dark and like disturbing. Very yeah. disturbing. Yeah, this the guy's woman. like, what are you guys doing down here? What, is, what does Captain Morgan say to that guy? Oh, oh, he he <laughs> at, he he says the Facebook thing is what's on your what's mind. What's on your mind? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's on your mind? How's it going? Oh my god! And this woman has been just like a an object to, you know, she's been in like a bikini before this, like Princess Leia. She betrayed the king. That's right. I'm a little. I'm a little confused though as to what the purpose of the torture was for. Like, I don't, because it was obviously we're looking for information. Yeah, they were trying to get information. They were trying to get information, but I don't, I forget exactly, I forget what the purpose of it was. Like, they just weren't torturing him just for fun. Yeah. It was, it was, they, they were like, they were like, they wanted oh, the something. Prince. They wanted to know where the prince was? No, you're talking about when they were torturing the prince? No, 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 no. That, in that specific scene that went, that turned, that turned, uh, um. The, the reason why they could out that lady's tongue is because she betrayed the king. That's all. The torturing the prince part did have a specific reason. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we were revealed earlier in the movie that the, uh, the king's aide went to go see the sorcerer. The sorcerer was still alive. And he'd been like, 
rebuilding himself for the last decade, you know, planning his revenge. Okay. And the king I've been climbing up tortures, that mountain for the last <laughs> He was going to find his own glaive. The king has been tor- was torturing the prince originally, trying to get him to tell him if he had been advised by some secret person. Oh. So, you know, like you may not re- realize that he's this sorcerer, but you he may look just like a normal man, but he has something about him. You must tell me if this person has been communicating with you. And the prince oh. is like, you are crazy. So the That's king is like super paranoid about okay. it. Okay. Okay. And he, when he fights uh, Talon, I keep wanting to call him Colwyn. <laughs> when he, he, he's cooler than Colwyn. been tainted by the Kroll. I'm sorry, Kroll lovers. <laughs> Talon is cooler than Colwyn. Well, I, I mean, if, if we're going to compare com- contrast real quick, I feel that, like, Colwyn is to Luke Skywalker as Talon is to Han Solo. Totally. In my opinion. Yes. They'd be on the same planet. Yeah. You never know. The planet of Kroll. There was a little bit of a Ted Neely, Jesus Christ superstar thing going on, too, with this guy. Um, yeah. By the way, he's a really nice person, Ted Neely. <laughs> from Jesus Christ Superstar. You met Ted Neely? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I I actually feel like I kind of know him a little bit. That's yeah. really nice. Star of Django Unchained, Ted Neely. He's in te- he's in Django for a second. Yep. Yeah. Um, so is this horsey guy. Horsley? Whatever his name is. Talon. What was I going to say? I was going to say... Um, oh, yeah. When um, Cromwell... Is fighting top Talon mm-hmm. initially. He's like, you are you him? Yeah, are you the sorcerer? The, the sorcerer? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's mm-hmm. like he's so paranoid. Anyone who comes to attack him, he assumes it's the sorcerer. Eventually, he gets taken out, and uh, we we kind of predicted who the sorcerer was going to be. I mean, Aaron, I think, was calling it out. Like, as soon as he saw well, him, he's like, that guy's too sexy not to be a sorcerer. Well, it was just kind of his mannerisms. Mm. Or, or I, you know, it wasn't that I directly thought he was a sorcerer at first, but he definitely had, like, the, I'm going to backstab you. Something's up, yeah. I'm going to get you. <laughs> kind of, like, the, 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 that power-hungry look in his eye. Mm-hmm. Like, the actor totally got that down, like, really well. Like, there yeah. was definitely, like... Ulterior motives to being the king's buddy. A little worm tongue. Yeah, some total worm tongue action mm-hmm. going on At there. At first, I thought that the sorcerer was going to be this blonde woman who ends up having her tongue cut out. I still who... think that was a good that was a good um, guess as well, though. Yeah, Absolutely. we don't know what her motive is until well, she... even later. It makes sense that she could have been the sorcerer because there's not... She is, like, close to the king, apparently, like his favorite consort or something like that, but... Then we see her trying to free the prince, so what's going on? And she, like, immediately kisses the other guy, too. Which other guy? Um, Talon. Talon. Well, he's super sexy, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Any woman who's in his presence is like, ah, Immediately gonna kiss him. <laughs> give me those smoochers. Talon. Damn Yeah. What the heck? So, if you captured <laughs> a renegade mercenary who attacked your kingdom for absolutely no reason, what would you do with him? I mean, how would you make an example? Well, you know, I'd probably crucify him. Crucify him. Well, yeah, crucifixion, that's normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it almost feels like something straight out of a Conan comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. That did happen to Conan, so. Of course. If you're a super buff dude, you gotta be crucified at some point. I think that's in the law book. John Claude Van Damme, Wolverine. Yeah. Everybody gets crucified. Not everybody mm-hmm. gets to get crucified in front of a wedding buffet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> The king has an evil plan, which if any other person had done this, I I think they would have known that it was probably going to end up in an assassination attempt where he's going to wed this uh, princess woman and he's invited all the other kings of the nearby kingdoms and he's going to have them killed. It's like, well, wouldn't you suspect that immediately? Oh, I got an invitation to the guy who's tried to conquer us a bunch of times. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe he wants peace. But when they see, a couple of the kings, when they see that talent is just like, just posted up right in front of the, <laughs> yeah, right in front of the banquet, you know, crucified onto this cross, looking all, I mean, looking very Christ-like, even though, you know, yeah, your, met- your metaphor like, ain't working. Yeah, yeah. These guys are like, don't we know him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to the kings. Yeah, and they, they say he's like he he helped us win our kingdoms. Like, I don't know if you know. It, it's cool that they ended up having that loyalty for them. Especially, I, I like how they ended up fighting with him in well, the end. You you could get the you got the feeling when they first showed up. Sorry to interrupt you. No, uh, but but the feeling was is that they were first like. Like, like they wanted to do something immediately. Yeah. But they were like, well, let's wait for the right time. Bide our time. Yeah. And when that's going on, the... Well, what happens? So, there, there's, like, these serving ladies that are from... Yeah, he's got, he's got the, his ladies, you know, his wenches, uh, yeah, whatever. The king's brothel. Yeah. And they end up freeing all the prisoners. All the, uh... Are you the ones who stand with the man with the iron gauntlet or the steel gauntlet? Yeah, I didn't notice the gauntlet even after you like pointed it out well, to me. Well, it it definitely showed up after the, the lady said that. Okay, because well, there was the scene. There was a scene where all the gear was being passed out to everyone. Yeah, and then as soon as as soon as uh, Talon was freed, uh, it, it just materialized on his hand. Oh, that's good. So, but before Infinity that, gauntlet. but before that though, eh. Yeah. I mean, he had so much going on. He yeah. had a cape over his hand yeah. most of the time. Exactly. Yeah. So, there's a wedding ceremony. He's trying to marry her real quick before anybody can stop it from happening. That priest was weird. It just felt like they'd take him from the Vatican or something, you know? Like, he, like, <laughs> he just, like, straight came out of, like, reality. <laughs> and just showed up in this fantasy world, you know? Like, it's like he was the understudy. That didn't really know what period or anything yeah. this was supposed like, to be hello? said in. Hello? You need somebody to read Latin? Okay. I can help you, I guess. But it, was just, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, we, we, we end up in a big battle. Uh, during the wedding ceremony, the, the posse shows up and they take out a bunch of the guards yeah, they, they stop the assassination of the other kings. Uh, Talon, in a brutal act of strength, pulls the oh one of the nails out of his own hand because he's you know he's Hercules or something. He's got the strength of three men, 
And then, uh, yeah. Fights, lots of fights. He gets down. Oh, he gets down. He's like, boom, gotta take you out. (laughs) Gets his three sword thing back, right? Yeah, yeah, his, uh, his number one, uh, his number, I don't know. His number one dime. Stoogy dude. I don't know, the the bald guy. The bald guy kind of had the Tarantino chin a little bit. Yeah, curly hair. Kind of like the, like the... He kind of had that like uh, feel that he was that he was like he was like oh great he's in trouble again I roll all right I'll save him because he's my friend <laughs> and he saved me every time <laughs> you know? like, I like that guy because when he's introduced he has to say something and you can tell by the way he says it that he's like this is really ridiculous yeah <laughs> says, yeah like I'm in this movie King Lambosha is waiting for us at Maladon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like almost like a Squidward kind of kind of feel about yeah. it. Thou Why? canst not do that, sire. Mm. <laughs> he, was totally, he was totally Squidward. <laughs> Maladon. <laughs> yeah. This is uh the banquet fighting scene is actually kind of uh it's it's fun because everybody's getting into it, even those kings that decide to help uh Talon. Yeah. And there's there's a montage of Talon just flipping guys over and over and tossing them and he's he's yeah. like not using his sword, he's just like doing all these like suplex like lifting moves on thing. Like, throwing them to the side and like one or two, sure. But this was like ten. <laughs> For some reason I'm like in my memory, like I've put like a Jean Claude Van Damme like splits thing in there yeah, too. Like totally. kicks or something. Yeah, it's He's a lot throwing of fun. people in the air. Yeah. Yeah. He is the fighter supreme and no one can stop him. No one should try He's to stop him. He's kicking ass. So the wedding's broken up and the king is running off with his bride and his, his lieutenant. Lieutenant uh, Guyliner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lieutenant Guyliner. And uh, at some point, Guyliner runs off with the princess. Mm-hmm. Well, when Talon, when Talon directly intercepts um, uh, Cromwell. Mm-hmm. That's when that's when um, the advisor and the princess beeline it away to, to the caves, basically. Right, because the princess is still under the impression that Guyliner, <laughs> I should say, whatever his character's name is, uh, Macelli. Yeah, is is on their side because he was communicating with the prince beforehand. He doesn't know that the prince was betrayed by him initially. Yeah. So Michelli takes him takes her down to a cave. Like a cave, a dungeon or something like that. For some reason there's iguanas down there. Well, that's where they're from, Rachel. Yeah. The old <laughs> swampy wet iguana. Native cave. native to their lands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Iguanas, boa Snakes, constrictors, yeah. rats. Yep. Yeah. Asian ladies. They all live in a cave together. Yeah, what happened to the Asian lady? Like, uh, she's in one scene. That's it. That's all you get. I don't even that's remember enough, her. She was uh, when we first saw that the sorcerer was still alive. She was like, she was chilling with next him next to him. Yeah, she was scantily clad. She next was the to evil Lynn to his Skeletor. Exactly. <laughs> Except for she didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, Skeletor. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm no, I'm laughing because I'm remembering the shot of the guy getting his head cleaved in half <laughs> during the battle scene. Oh, I know. Um, I looked away right then, and I was so glad you I were did. Very lucky. That was. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. That was some. Uh, that was some brain dead level. <laughs> like holy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like that scene in UHF with Conan the Librarian when he splits that guy. Yeah, <laughs> except for it was just some guy's head. Like uh, there were there were a couple of like, like highlighted moments of violence, you know, but that was particularly like. Ooh. But I think the most gruesome part is when Michelli reveals that he is the sorcerer because when he does, he goes through a werewolves of London style. The howling that was intense. Mm-hmm. Transformation. That was like some John Carpenter. Yeah. Going on there. A horror some, movie. Some doppelganger. Yeah. 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 It was like horror movie mm-hmm. transformation. Dude, I kind of like the sorcerer's hands, though. It kind of reminded me of like I don't know. What are the kids into nowadays? Uh, um, what's the skinny guy? Vaping. Oh, vaping. <laughs> what is no. The, what's the what's the uh, skinny guy? Uh, is it Thin Man? Is that what he's called? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking, talking you're talking about the Slender Man? Slender Man! Slender. kind of had, like, Slender Man hands a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. Hey. Except for he's got the lead press on nails that glow. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's trying to hypnotize the princess, but then Cromwell and Talon take the fight down to the caves. Oh, that's funny. She tries to seduce him before he tra- yeah. he transitions over, and he's, like, into it. He's like, ah, oh, you've made the right hey, decision, You're wiser baby. than I thought you were. Uh-huh. And then she, <laughs> a move she's done before, tries to knee him in the groin it's three right times away. now. It's the third time's and charm, right? it's just nothing there. <laughs> That's when she finds out his true form. <laughs> like, I wear my metal jockstrap. You can't hurt me. I lost those a long time ago <laughs> to magic. <laughs> I had to give up a lot for magic. What, what do you think all that goo was? <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset when I woke up. <laughs> yeah, but dude, tell, oh, that that fight though between between Cromwell and uh, and Talon, I just thought that was just the most epic. Yeah, it's pretty good. That was the most. But oh, I guess I'm jumping ahead though, yeah. um, because because then they run into the sorcerer, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, you know he's doing his little his little trick, his his Jedi mind trick thing. And, uh, like, the whole time, the whole time, I'm just like, I'm just like, Talon, use your blades! Because he's got the sword now, right? He's got the the Talon. (laughs) He's got the sword. Cromwell's down there, too. He's like, you're back. Oh, ah. And he's like, he gets all bloody, you know, the eyeballs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He did the, he did the mind, he did the the, the hand glowy finger trick thing on him. He did the, the, what, and. What's, and then blood was coming out of his eyes. From Star, uh, from Force Awakens, doing the torture thing. Oh, uh, Kylo Ren? Kylo oh, yeah. Ren is like, uh, if we saw those guys like with blood coming out, that's basically what was going on. Totally. Was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like he was fighting a lot of bad guys at once. There was a snake on the, <laughs> oh, on the yeah. princess. That snake was just keeping her warm. I don't like when they make snakes bad because I like snakes. But mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, there was a snake. There was a... Uh, the three obstacle. The sorcerer guy there was the evil king guy mm-hmm. so intense yeah yeah sorcerer is forcing when talon shows up he thinks oh no i'm gonna take well first he's like i have no quarrel with you 
Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm here to kill Cromwell. And the sorcerer's like, Cromwell's mine. Yeah. Like, well, then now I have a quarrel with you. That's literally what he says. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to pop in another joke, but sorcerer's got him. He can't really do anything. Except. <sighs> what a struggle. If he could just push the button on his if sword. If I could just put my <laughs> missile launcher sword up just in time. And there's like blood running through his ears, you know? Yeah. And, he, and he's just like, Whoa! His muscles are all well oiled, and he's just like, ah! he brings the sword up and pew, fires off that blade. Yep. Sorcerer is like, oh no! <laughs> My one Again. weakness. Good golly, nobody knows how to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, you stab him, you throw him yeah. off a cliff, you, you shoot him with sword. a projectile sword. Yeah, there's just no way. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the wizard appears to be taken out, and it's all Talon versus Cromwell. That fight, though. Yeah, instead that. of using his awesome sword to just kill the guy, he puts it down. Yeah, he's he like, the other blade yeah. off, and he's like, all right, Guess what? This. We're going to fight in close close proximity to I each be other. close to you. When do you die? <laughs> I was so, like, so many, like, the, the great, why the scene was so amazing, though, was because you were like, oh, okay, well, they're just going to swing each other, their swords at each other, and, you oh, know, yeah. he's going to win. But no! Like, like, he fights him, he fights him back, you know, the blade breaks, but oh, look, another sword inside this sword, you know? Yeah. And then he's fighting him, ting, 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 and that sword falls apart, Things like, nope, guess what? Another blade on in my the sword. bottom and side. And he pops yeah. another blade out, and he's, like, doing, and, and the yeah. whole time your eyes are just, like, glued to the screen, you're like, oh my god, where are they gonna get the next sword? And Where's the next blade gonna come from? Where's, <laughs> is it in the boot? Is it in the, aha, uh -huh, it's in the gauntlet! Shink, yeah, shink, shink! His arm. Yeah. I could go on, I could go on. Oh, yeah. that was great. I think oh you summed it up. Yeah. Oh my god. A switchblade comes out of the top of another sword. <laughs> oh, that was his gauntlet. Oh, okay, good. That's, that's why he's got it's like a wristband. He's got the Wolverine going on. Yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> I just didn't. I, I I knew that it was going to be awesome. That I because mm -hmm. you know this is where things were building up to. You know mm -hmm. the fight, the, the final fight between them. But I didn't know that it was going to be like so machismo, yeah. like beyond machismo. <laughs> like it was just yeah <laughs> handled totally. <laughs> and then the sorcerer, you know, is like, "Hey guys, I'm back." Yeah, that was funny. He pops up. Like, oh, we're done. He's like, yeah, he pops up to scare you for a second. And then he just kills him. And then I shake him. Stabs him again. Oh, that was the last one. This movie. I've actually got three hearts. Now the third one's been stabbed. This movie is so crazy because something like as crazy as this fight scene happens and then immediately afterwards he's coming into another room and winking and telling everybody the news like it's just so he's after he's been crucified yeah like, after he spent like all of his energy fighting yeah he throws the crown down because they don't know. They thought everybody died or they were, you know, defeated or whatever. Mm. And he goes, guess what? You're the king. And he throws a crown at him. And then... <laughs> she's like, so? She's... <laughs> I guess you'll be wanting your reward. And he's like, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Picks her up. Guess what, guys? I got something to do. <laughs> yeah. Then he seriously... He grabs like a curtain and swings across <laughs> I lost. the courtyard. I lost my. I lost my <laughs>
Seriously, <laughs> is this happening? Everyone's like clapping for him. He's like swinging across on this like, banner. Oh yeah, it swings across the room. Like, what? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of expected like an Adam Sandler like movie moment where Schneider was going to go up, pop out of nowhere and just go, "You, <laughs> you can, can do, do it." it. <laughs> I wanted him to go. Lo- <laughs> I wanted him to go low enough to grab another chicken like Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The table. Ah. <laughs> You're gonna need Throw my me that lamb leg. <laughs> <laughs> I just I could not believe oh my God. all the events that occurred there at the end. It was amazing. The way his character was written is so insane. Like it's so over the top. Machismo. Yeah. But I don't dislike him. No, it, it's fun. This is a fun movie. Yeah. Yeah. Entirely super crazy sexist, but but definitely something no, yeah. that should be seen. Yeah. yeah this is definitely not a pass at all. Yeah. There's plenty of sexist stuff in movies everywhere. This is worth seeing because it's as crazy as like these other action movies that we have been talking about trying to find like Miami connection and stuff. <laughs> like the stuff you see in this is like Miami connection level ridiculous. Yeah. I'd almost put it up with like, Big Trouble in Little China, the energy level of that, and like yeah. the impression you get of Jack Burton. Except, you know, this one is not as good as as Big Trouble in Little China comes out to be. Yeah, but it's it's just so much fun. It's such a blast. Yeah, yeah. there's almost little to no dull moments in this film. Like mm-hmm. there are definitely some scenes where you're like, "What the hell?" Like I did not see it going that way. But but at the same time. Sometimes, like like that, this, the particular scene where where they where they had cut that woman's tongue out, I felt was just like what, like really. But then at the same time, there are other scenes that were just so elatedly like what, really, <laughs> like yeah. you know, entirely different spectrum. I forgot that other sudden moment of violence when they get the revenge on the the guy who cut out the tongue. You just just watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were so many surprises. Like we haven't even. We haven't yeah, said everything. It's, it's fun. And even if we did, you wouldn't remember it all. No. Like, you just have to see it's, it to It know. has to be seen. Yeah. And I took notes, so yeah. It's pretty in, it's it's good. Unless you're a movie who <laughs> unless you're a movie watcher who just cannot stand watching something that's cheesy or a fantasy movie, you I'm saying otherwise you should definitely watch this. Yeah. I think that is pretty good. That's yeah. a sum it up. Yeah. So Next week, we got a special treat for all those kitties out there. Uh, we turned on the randomizer, fired it up, gave us uh, the year of, I believe it's 1990. Let me check just to make sure here. Um, are you okay? That was yeah. just the randomizer. Are you, are you having a seizure? No, it was a randomizer. No. Ra- randomizer seizure? 1990. DuckTales the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Ooh, Treasure of Ooh. the Lost Lamp. That was a staple in my house. We yeah. had we had the big old plastic case with the VHS in it and cool. All I can remember is being super annoyed by the genie characters. So. <laughs> We'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> this is one that I actually didn't... I, I might have seen growing up, but I really don't remember uh, seeing it until recently. Yeah. And I loved it. So I can't oh, wait that's to... that's good. I can't wait to visit it again. No, I'm sure it's going to be great. Cool. Me uh, too. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. I used to watch it all the time with my Aunt Chris and my sisters. Mm. And, um, we didn't have a copy, but my aunt did. And we used to hang out with her a lot. And 
I can't remember. It was the it was nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. I must have been like ten or something when cool. they got the video. So yeah, I have seen that. Cool. You know, Ducktales the TV. <laughs> I'll save it for the next episode. Yeah, save your excellent Ducktales. <laughs> so. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at, at Outer Space Pod. Send us an email, please, with your suggestions. If you have any comments, anything you want to say to us, email address is please don't podcast at gmail.com. Give us a like on Facebook. That's where we put up the new episodes. We also put up photos. We put up videos. Whatever we feel like putting on, you know, just check us out there. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, we'd really, really appreciate it if you left us a rating. Uh, you don't have to put in a review. You could just click on there and then give, you know, however many stars you want. It doesn't even have to be five stars. We would like five stars, but, you know, be honest with yourself. Any amount of ratings actually does help us with the visibility on the site, and that'll get us more listeners. More listeners is more inspiration, you know. If we get more suggestions for wacky and fun movies, then we're just going to have more fun as time goes on. Uh, this is something I haven't asked before. If you have friends who listen to podcasts or people who are interested in science fiction fantasy movies like we are, give them a suggestion of this uh, podcast. You know, Tell your mom, tell your grandma, tell your dentist. Yeah. Why not? Definitely tell your dentist. Yeah. That dentist is really lonely. They could use some fun in their life. I know. This is like when I was reading that book yesterday at Barnes & Noble and I showed you. Hmm. It said, never underestimate the power of word of mouth. And it said, tell your... <laughs> it was like, tell everybody. Tell, tell your, your grandma, gynecologist. Tell your gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> tell your gynecologist. No, nah, but but thanks again for listening. Yeah, really, anybody who's listening, thank we you. really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I hope you have fun. And if anybody wants to hang out with us, like I'll cook a snack. <laughs> yeah, we do look for guests. Yeah, <laughs> come come over. You pick the movie. We'll watch one with you. Yeah, absolutely. So until next week, uh, let's let's talk about this. I know you guys were thinking about what lesson you learned oh, from this okay. movie. So uh, let's let's uh, Aaron. What are you feeling? What, what's this lesson that we can learn from the sword and the sorcerer? Uh, you know, next time you raise somebody from their face face uh uh you know casket casket thing, just make sure they're not covered in tomato soup. That's when you know they're bad. That's when you know. Mm-hmm. Sarah, do you, do you have one? I can think of one real quick, yeah. <laughs> I'd say the clothes, it doesn't matter how much meat you eat, women are going to really like you as long as you've got that five o'clock shadow. <laughs> yeah, he probably smelled really bad. Too. Oh, God, I think he was the worst. <laughs> Ladies are like, ooh, smooch me, Talon. You should watch out, ladies, because there were players in every time and in every reality that's ever existed, including fantasy realities. Because this guy, after he finally gets to be with this girl, next day, it's like, let's go off someplace else and find more women. There's a Birch King Maladon. No, seriously. <laughs> next day. Like, next day, later. 
<laughs> Let's find more women. <laughs> King Lamborsha is waiting for us at Maladon. And he's got ladies. <laughs> oh my god. Have three swords, we'll travel. We'll see you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.